Hello, welcome everybody to Sonic Talk 3, uh, no, 425. Gosh, I was 100 out there. How could I possibly do that? Uh, after a little bit of shenanigan, technical shenanigans, we're back. Uh, so uh, thank you very much to all our chatties for joining us and everybody else in the world, as it were, if you're there, if you're not. Um, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. If this is the first time you've come across us, we are a music technology podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, you could subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we also have an MP3 feed for iTunes if you want to listen to this kind of thing on, to, on the way to work. So just go for it. Look for Sonic Talk. Uh, thank you very much for watching. I also want to say thank you to our show sponsors, Isotope, who have a little something special, different this week. Uh, we'll be announcing the winner of a competition uh, for Break Tweaker, but we'll also be telling you a little bit about Ozone 7 and also the fact that uh, that will be a giveaway this week so what more could you ask so uh well you could ask probably who are the guests nick and that would be a good question and one that i can answer forthwith so we'll start over here with robbie bronneman who uh as i noticed last week with your you've you're working uh, on a production at the moment so your client's very kind of giving you some time more time off is it all accruing are we are you going to inv- invoice us for all of these bills oh no he's very he's very accommodating Anyway, I want to say thank you, but it's quite amusing because you've got a 16.9 black screen behind you, so it actually looks like you're on TV where you are, if you see what I mean, which is kind of yeah. meta, a bit meta, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not on the TV. It's just a felt screen, though. A felt screen. Just to shatter the illusion. Ah, oh, well, thank you. You didn't bring the cat this week. Anyway, Robbie, of course, uh, record producer. Oh, damn, the cat. Record producer, music <laughs> technologist, composer, uh, also MD for Howard Jones, uh, Anyway, man about town generally. Thank you for joining us. You can find Robbie on uh, Twitter at Robbie Bronneman with one N on the end because you can't quite have enough characters. So do yeah. uh, do follow him. So anyway, thank you, Robbie, for joining us. And also got Mr. Ty Unwin, who is just composer because he has no web presence at all apart from a nope. massive discography. If you don't mind me saying so, sir. <laughs> I've never heard it called that before. <laughs> Uh, it's the sort of thing that you could request for a special service. Anyway, yes. um, Ty, uh, as you can see, is also in a huge synth cave, which he, uh, he occupies uh, his time when he's uh, not composing for television and film and basically to picture. He's one of the hardest working men in the business. I don't know how many hours a week he makes. but a That's heck of why a I look shattered. Uh, That's why I look shattered at the moment. You're on a bit of a deadline um, at the moment, are you? Well, I have been, and we managed to... Uh, get away on holiday last week and i i say holiday holiday in inverted commas holiday involving taking extra suitcases just for gear to carry on working while i'm out there but it was good because i um i used the rise the roly rise uh as the only keyboard and uh as as robbie was saying last week it's it's great and served its purpose as an only keyboard really well actually Really, really well. Which and, keyboard um, was that? Sorry, I missed that. I was just the Rise, the Roly, the Rise. Oh, so I've okay. got the I've got I've got the Grand. Um, but so I bought a Rise. Just the the what did you say? Of course you have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and so I bought I uh, I got the Rise just for travelling, and it's fantastic. It's really good. But I've got a, I've got a really nice baby here today. Oh yeah, that Robbie knows about. So hang on a second. Uh, is that a Solara? It is a Solaris. Solaris. Wow. That's the, yeah. uh, wow. Yeah, that, they are, they are the, probably the longest in production synth in the history of synthesizers, I would say. <laughs> they are, I've waited, I think a year, just under a year for it or just over a year. I can't remember. Anyway, I've waited for it for a long time. I'm really struggling and, to remember uh, who makes it now, and that's terrible. John Bowen. John, John Bowen. Bowen, of course it is. Gosh, yeah. I'm so sorry, John. I know John does listen not to the Jim, show. Not Jim, not to be confused with Jim Bowen. No, definitely no, not. not. No, absolutely not. It is... Jim Bowen's dead, isn't it? Amazing. <laughs> amazing? If he isn't. No, not, it's not amazing that Jim Bowen may be dead. It's amazing. Yeah, the synth is amazing. Jim Bowen had a MOOC modular, didn't he? What? What the hell? <laughs> was it was it a prize on Bullseye instead of the um, speed? <laughs> this Sorry, this, this we, is hold on. This is this is very random. Yeah. Jim Bowen produced a, presented a show called Bullseye on the UK TV, which was franchised to a few places in Europe. Uh, it's a darts game, so it's very obscure. So just want to get that clear. <laughs> no, but hold on. Look, I want to ask you. So 
Have you had much time to play with it? Because I know you're busy. Have you managed to use it? I'm, I'm really busy. And I have to say that uh, I've kind of got a bit behind schedule simply because it is so it is so awesome. And it is so engrossing that I look like whatever the proverbial because I just haven't really slept because um, I've got behind with deadlines just because it's amazing. Oh, that's As great said, to hear. I'm, glad, I'm really glad just, to hear that. It, it really is just incredible. What you can do with it is just... You know, if you just look at the spec, it looks amazing. But um, it's, I mean, there's all these comments about it being cold and digital and absolute pig's will. Absolute I had it up against a Prophet 6. And I'm not going to say which one sounded better, but it wasn't the Prophet 6. <laughs> and it, it was incredible. Honestly, it can sound, they've got all the, the Waldorf, all the um, wavetables from the Waldorf. They've got all the waveforms from the Prophet VS in there. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. Right. And you can load samples in and uh, amazing. That Fantastic. sounds that's a, just for those who perhaps joined us. We're talking about the uh, John Bowen Solaris, which is a synth that's been around. We've done quite a lot of stuff with John. John obviously uh, is a bit of a heavyweight when it comes to uh, DSP programming and design of synthesizers. So it, mm. it's one of those kind of it's a, it's a synthesizer that's very limited edition and uh, it has been through all sorts of just trials and tribulations to coming to market. But it, Ty has one. So anyway, I'm really glad to hear that, Ty. That sounds great. I'd love to uh, hear some patches at some point. But we must Absolutely. introduce some more people because there are two Sorry. more. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. We have Mr. M- Mark, Mark the Cool Tinley there. You're looking very Fonz-like <laughs> oh. today, Mark. How are you with your Ray-Bans on and your lollipop in your mouth? I'm all right. Excellent. That's all I've got to say on this matter at the moment. Okay, good. Mark Tinley, of course, uh, uh, sound artist and creative thinker and lollipop eater by the looks of things uh you've been mm. uh, enjoying some new technology this week as well which i will talk about in uh, in a little while but let's move on to uh, mr gaz waldo williams gazwilliams.me bass player music technologist and uh, reviewer i think you might have seen he's got the snowvation circuit which he's looking at at the moment and you might have seen the launchpad pro was the last thing he did with us so uh how are you gaz you good yeah, really good. I'm in the middle of a studio sort of uh, swap around at Refit. the moment. Hence, yeah, hence my different location. But um, yeah, I mean, as everyone knows, you know, if you, like my studio, as I know some of you have been here, there is just like a little den. And over years, it's just got more and more stuff in it. And it's kind of... <sighs> so to actually swap stuff around is... ah, I've been procrastinating about it for two years, you know, and... Um, so finally, had a dive in, and and I think you just pull all the cables off. Bop, 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 bop. Rah! Are you a labeler before you do that, or, or are you starting from scratch? You're just selecting from. <laughs> that, that would have been a really smart move, <laughs> especially power supplies. Power supplies, <laughs> very, yeah. yes. I am doing it actually. I've got a little label gun thing, and I'm uh, Robbie. Uh, Robbie is my uh, studio guru when it comes to uh, comes to being anal. Anal, yeah. <laughs> Neat and tidy. Yeah. What's what's oh, that? What's that? So well for a minute there. What's that, Mister? Um, what's that, Mister Men book? It's uh, Mister Mister Neat and Mister Tidy. Tidy and neat, neat and tidy. That's yeah. The, yeah. And I'm and I yeah. and I'm Mister Messy. So ah. Uh, so, uh, but by disabling it all, and I got a session on tomorrow as well. So. Um, percussion session so i've got to get all back up and running again uh but by pulling it all out committing gah i gotta do it now i gotta finish it so good for that's you cool. so that's what i've been up to i am so glad to hear well, that but also what were we else what else have we been up to nick last week uh god i can't honestly remember what did what we do? What did we do? I honestly can't remember. My, my, my I'm, so, I'm so frazzled. We were we had uh, the guys from Isotope in this morning, and they were uh, uh, filming uh, some Ozone Seven stuff and a bit of RX Five uh, mm. goodies, which was really interesting. I'm afraid I can't honestly remember. I've got that kind of uh, trade show head where my well, short term memory's gone. I had it down as being quite memorable, but uh, the beardy man. Oh thing. god, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought, yes, of course, yes. We've got divorce. <laughs> I'm so sorry, darling. I'll bring some flowers home tonight. 
<laughs> yes, Beardy Man. Well, uh, Gaz, in fact, uh, very kindly jumped in and interviewed Beardy Man, and we did a bit of a set-up, set-up, and uh, interview afterwards. It was a great show, really enjoyable. And I would just like to say, I was the first to shout out the genre. I didn't get a track in, because I didn't tie it down, but I did shout out. There was a song title called... 37 rabbits under my bed in a box or on, on, in a box under my bed which is fairly random which is the nature of the way that he does these gigs he asks for song titles and they said genre and I shouted out hip hop obviously and he didn't pick up on the gag which I couldn't believe but he did a fantastic <laughs> hip hop rendition of 37 yeah, bunnies under my bed it um, was very good the bit I particularly liked though was when uh, we were filming this little feature and then when Nick came in Beardy Man was like oh I'm starstruck. Beardy Man was genuinely starstruck to meet Nick Bat. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> he was. Oh. He was so excited. So I love that. That was brilliant. That was, yeah. I, I, yeah <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I was a bit surprised at that, to be perfectly honest. He's a lovely bloke, but very kind. Yeah, and and awesome. may even agree to come on the show if he's got, uh, if he's got a, a Wednesday afternoon free. So Because he, he is super techno. And also, I suspect mm. he's got a f- photographic memory. Because when you're talking... To, he, when you say hip hop, he says, which year, you know, <laughs> and he go 97 and he goes, yeah, sort of Wu-Tang Clan then. Yeah, that's about right. And then you just think, God, how do you remember all of that stuff? <laughs> I mean, yeah, astonishing. So anyway, let's, should we get into some, uh, some stuff? Cause we've got a few things to go through. So what's the first, but what, what's behind the first window? Let's see. Ah, this is, uh, I don't know, where is this Ableton? I can't remember if this is Ableton Push. Yes, Push 2. Obviously been waiting a long time for this hardware. This is the brand new, oh, there it is. I wondered if it was, that was a surprise. The new hardware, which is actually a little bit bigger in terms of surface area, but thinner in terms of uh, thickness. <laughs> Very oh. machine-like kind of display. You could do all the sampling and slicing. This is obviously teamed up with 9.5, which also came out because we've had the Ableton uh, conference in Berlin where they announced Live 9.5, Push 2.0, and the Link. This display looks absolutely yummy, doesn't it? Ooh. You're probably not getting that bottom end that I am in my headphones. That was a lovely bass drum. So... Big Ableton news. We can't help but start with that. Right. Ableton, I, I don't know who wants to go first. I mean, obviously, the push thing is kind of interesting, but it's sort of, it has to be paired with the 9.5 uh, aspects. And I don't, I, I'm guessing, Mark, have you been using, have you uploaded, have you downloaded the new update yet? I did. Ah. I did it last night. I saw your tweet, you see, and I saw it in the topics, and I was like, oh, that looks quite good. And then I read that Simpler had been kind of changed out and i thought i've got to go and find find that and try that and i love anything that will um uh, that will play things at different pitches across a keyboard without changing the length of it i love that effect and i, I and um that was one of the reasons why i had the v-synth and really enjoyed just throwing samples in the v-synth and kind of utilizing that intelligent stretch and, i suppose isn't it yeah oh, it's bloody brilliant it's absolutely brilliant the way they thought it out simpler is it's um it's just it's completely changed my workflow because one of the things i do is i'll drag loops into um into the uh what are they called? The arrange with the pattern window, whatever yeah. that's called. I've forgotten what it's session called. I session loops. view. Session view, yeah. I, so I drag loops in there and then I, I I set the start and end points and then I crop them as samples. And, you know, you have to go through like several processes before you can then slice it. And then when you slice it, it ends up on drum pads. So that's kind of useful. What I like about this is that you can, you don't need to set uh, the loop length. Uh, you don't need to, is that the sample uh, length? Uh, right. Yeah, you don't need to associate the sample length with a tempo. It kind of does it automatically. So if I set, if I go, I, I drag something from my iTunes library and go, I just want that piece of music, that bar there. If I set that as a clip and then I drag the clip into Simpler, it just shows up in the clip and assumes that it's so many bars long, like two or four or eight. And then if you press the slice button, you just get it on keys instantly without having to go through that whole several step process of being of of, of um of re yeah, of reassigning uh, and, and, yeah, to a, a midi thing and then ending up in a drum rack 
And the advantage of having it in in simpler over the drum rack is that then I can apply warp to the individual slices, and then that gets like really really cool. And then, and you can try and you can go through all the different kinds of warp. And I've kind of always the way I used to do it was I'd put things in clips and then I'd switch between the different clips and I'd put different pitches on the clips. But you can't play that, can you? You can only think you can only think about where the music might need to go next and then kind of get there by hitting a key and switching the clip. Right, I see what you mean. But to actually have it where you can just drag stuff in and have it instantly playable, it's like it's like, you know, the whole thing of going through recycling a piece of audio. Uh, and then having to drag it in the sampler or on the vsynth i used to have to drag the sample across in, and load it yeah, in the vsynth yeah, yeah. this is just like it's so instant it's just like i want that from my library i want that bar there i'm just going to put it on there and then i i think know, i I'll, think that's where I'll they where find they... whether i can find the snare or if there's yeah. the kick on its own or whatever it just does it all for you it's that's... brilliant absolutely brilliant there's some other let's just have a look at some of the other features I've obviously got better sampling with simpler that's the one that you've uh, improved waveforms and colouring which has got to be a good thing peak and RMS meters is very handy new analogue mod- model filters yeah. are supposed to be pretty good more samples drums they're, they're sam- really good um, the Rob, filters are good Robbie you're yeah. using live yeah. live as it were you know to run the yeah. Howard Jones show is any of this stuff going to be kind of uh, uh, is there any features in there that perhaps yeah, not I, use, I mean I use I use filters and all all across everything in the show i have filters assigned to every single channel in ableton and i do it i do a lot of live filtering on various aspects of stuff so looking forward to trying those as a proud owner of three push controllers one in the uk rig and one in the american and one in the studio i was a little bit like oh a new push but now you've just told me it's bigger i'm feeling good about it because it wouldn't fit in my purpose-built acrylic cases ah, so, so that's that, that's... step right in there so anyway i think know, um I think one of yeah. the, the big one of the big things is obviously you've also got AU and VST uh, browsing that's not native in because before you had to put them in racks and what have you. And I believe that that functionality is also available to push one owners. So that does improve the workflow. I know, Gaz. I mean, I, I, yep. Yeah, I was just going to say the only thing for me is I I, I may I'll probably put it on my on my kind of separate um, iMac because obviously I always, particularly with Ableton, I've always made giving it a few months before I, I try and put it into the live show. Yeah, just, well, to, just to check out. And, of course, if you put 9.5 on the main studio computer and I have to do any edits, I can guarantee I won't be able to load that session back into 9.1. Yeah. So I just have to be a bit cautious with these things. Yeah, yeah well, but that's anyway, sensible. That, sensible. It looks well. great, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's loads of great stuff I'm going to like in it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, look forward to having it, giving it a go. And it's a it's a free upgrade as well, Gaz, which is yeah. kind of uh, that's that's impressive because they do ch- tend to charge for upgrades. So have you had a chance to check it out yet, or have you seen features that you can't wait to try if you haven't? Yeah, no, I've been trying it out. Um, now this is a biggie. It is a biggie uh, push and the sample slicing because it's just gone straight at the machine crowd, and the machine yeah. crowd have been banging on for years about the shortcomings of the sequencer part of machine but the thing machine had which was its kind of trump card was a lot to do with that mpc type slice to the pad workflow and i think that ableton now have kind of trumped them with this they've got it they've got that essential control but with the incredible sequencer functionality that's built into ableton live so i've been seeing a lot of chatter on the various machine and hip hop uh sort of boards which i which i frequent and uh people are saying as well that the pads i haven't had to go of the push two yet but they're saying that the pads are the nicest feeling pads yet which out of because i mean the uh, machine studio machine mark two lovely the pads on them feel really great um so for them to be uh, superior to them, I'm very, very interested in trying. Apparently, they're a lot lower profile than the Push One. Yeah, they were big, you... chunks of, big chunks of big um, chunks of silicon. Yeah, I have to say, I never liked playing the Push as a kind of keyboard surface, playing surface. I really struggled with it. I felt, I felt it hurt my fingers. I, 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 I just couldn't gauge the the playability quite right. I mean, great for clip launching and that kind of thing, but you know. Uh, so again, just reading various comments, people are saying that these are super sensitive and that you can do lovely sort of brush 
sensitivity as well as being able to to slam down on them. So that's really cool. But of course, you know, as we mentioned, the 9.5 upgrade is is I mean that's quite a biggie. That because those filters they're embedded into a number of the the live devices, like the auto auto filter. Now you've got a little drop down menu, and you've got an interesting array of new filter models and they sound pretty good i gotta be honest uh doing some uh you know doing some quite severe filtering and there's a there's a there's definitely that that nice uh, what do you call it nick smudginess smudge you know, the, all right the, nice, dr- the drive yeah i'm just going to switch yeah. to the uh, web view because there's a few screenshots of here of, of things happening in they've got has some, anyone seen a, a push two controller in the flesh no i haven't i, want, I hope it doesn't have the the only thing I don't like about the Push One is that they put this kind of satin rubbery finish on it. It doesn't. It doesn't have. Oh, that. thank goodness, because that just peels off and it just bends. Yeah, up. Everything a, looks like it's got a disease. It's like a diseased foot <laughs> after a very short time. There is one yeah, thing I wanted right. to mention, though. I thought what was an absolutely lovely thing was the announcement that for Push One owners, if you want to buy a Push Two, you can get a thirty yeah. percent trade in, and that they're going to donate all the uh, traded in pushes they're going to give to education authority uh, establishments um that's a nice touch isn't it and smart really nice. obviously get everybody uh, 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 hooked on on pushes and then they'll have to upgrade yeah yeah definitely but um, pushes, does this affect your world tie i don't know if you're an ableton live user or, or, or a push user I, it... i'm both ah okay but uh but rarely to be honest with you, when I kind of go through stages. If I do a project that really is very, very, very loop-based, then I always kind of do it in Ableton. But I'm still, you know, I'd still, I don't, I don't know Ableton as much as well as I'd like to know Ableton. And I've got a push, and when push first arrived, I did quite a few projects just on that in Ableton. It was, it was great. But then I just kind of moved away from it, and I have a kind of hardly used push one sitting here that will. <laughs> soon be donated to some school somewhere because i can't bear the thought of there being a version two of something and, <laughs> yeah, um, that's not on my actually at least you admitted it so, there are yeah, uh, Rob, there are Rob and i have had many sessions like this uh with him trying to uh you know have therapy with rob about sell stuff sell stuff i've got uh, there are uh, some new instruments to... as well here actually there's a poly uh, poly synth uh bass a monosynth and then multi design for immediate tweakability for push so i mean it, it looks a great update sorry yeah it, it looks it looks a really good update and uh i mean i'm still on yeah i must be on whatever the latest one in nine one or whatever so i mean i'll obviously get the update and i'll probably have to get a push too but um it looks fantastic yeah, I just I just don't really use it enough as um, so the, as I should really. The the screens are apparently influenced by the OP one in terms of the resolution oh, of right, that yeah, really nice. Oh, uh, it does look, look amazing them, that screen. Which uh, it looked think, also it looks incredibly responsive because you do notice that things tend to be a bit laggy sometimes, but it does feel very real time, doesn't it? So uh, so that's all. All looks fairly mm-hmm. positive. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, they've got uh, upgrade, like say, upgrade prices for, uh, for if you've got push one, you can jump up. And there's also the link, uh, which is an, another interesting aspect, which is kind of like Wist for iPad stuff, which will link up other devices over the, I guess, over Wi-Fi or over the networks that you can just all sort of join together. But we will hopefully have another look at that at some point in the future. I'm, have I got a little video? I think there might be a little video here showing what the link does too. See what they say about it. Ah, wonder how many you can get in. Always found a friend. not clear whether there's audio going over this or whether it's all just synced to the same sound system. Yeah, it's just synced. Right. I think the most amazing part about that... I think the most amazing part about that is that you can drop in and out and um, 
and not have to stop. Yeah. That's, that's what I just think is amazing. You know, you can just, clients can kind of come in on and off. You can link in, so come out, link back on again, and the track can just carry on. I don't know how much I trust in a live situation, yeah. but in the studio, I can just see I all see. going horribly wrong in a live situation. Do you know I pay money to watch that happen? <laughs> um, but in the studio, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So, so people, what, people come around for a cup of tea and then they go, oh, I'm just going to collaborate and throw this into the mix. That's, yeah. that's my world. That's my life. No one's allowed in the house unless they have a laptop or an iPad to join in. Um, that's it. You know. Excellent. Isn't that the same I as everyone's house? <laughs> I don't really like... I've noticed people? that I don't, I don't like the music that people make with Ableton. I think this is a... And I don't make the kind of music that people are making with Ableton, with Ableton, and it's ever so easy to fall into the trap of doing four on the floor and doing everything in little blocks. And you've got yeah, to think that, well, that's true. really, you've got to, you've got to think in a, hey, how about that? You've got to think outside the box. Outside the grid. I'll tell you what I did. We did a, we did a recent, in the, in the Splice uh, review that we did, I was collaborating with, uh, Tosh, the guy who made the review, and he he just, uh, which is a great service, he just shared it with me. I downloaded it. I, I put a load of uh, Sub 37 and uh, uh, Dreadbox Erebus on it. And then the thing is, is you get into arrangement. When you go into arrange mode, it seems that there, what's missing in arrange mode are those kind of select tools and things that you would have normally in, uh, in say, you know, a, 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 a traditional NLE where you'd have like a linear path through. And if that was, if, there, if the tools were available uh, for snipping and slicing and moving around and the tracks were on the other side, it would be a thumbs up for me. You can, could, still, you can do all of those things. It just works in a slightly different way. Right. But the one thing that you can't do is crossfade audio, and that drives me nuts about you, it. You, you can't can. overlap. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can. You can. Oh, yeah, on the yeah, same track. You sure can. On the same track. Oh, you that sure was gas. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Sure I think yeah, we need a yeah, masterclass to teach the, me how to do that. Yeah. Then. The one thing that I found is it's fiddly. It's is, fiddly. Ah, that's what I mean. It's fiddly. I think. I think if they introduce the sort of concept of the the tool tips, you know, we just hit and it's just like right, what well, select? I want to do this, and you can do it from the right. front page. Then people who are perhaps less used to the kind of looping Ableton live way would, would maybe start jumping in and using it in a more of a traditional DAW fashion and then discover the rest of it. But that's the one thing I think they would have liked well, to have seen. Like we mentioned about the new Bitwig 1.3, which has got that lovely touch idea. So when you're in like a, you know, uh, a range window that you can touch on something, you keep your finger on it and then it, a little thing of options blooms out. And then you can, and it's quite a quick thing, touch, slide, and then, yeah. you know. That's the sort of thing I, that I think would make sense for, certainly for me, who comes out, you know, I'm, I'm a total logic head. So working in a range mode is what I know, yeah. but I can, and I can't quite translate that into how I would, you know, I can't modify my workflow to, to be fluent into same. that. I've, I've, I've done as I've been saying. I've tried it before. I've been into that window, I think twice. <laughs> twice i've been into that window and gone, what is it i can't deal with I've this spent, going, I've spent, going back to I've, what i know i've spent a lot of time in the arrange window i think it's brilliant you can do really super fast it for me ableton is like my sports car um, or yeah golf, yeah you know i can do mega quick edits and like the fact that you know everything's got little fades on you know you can edit without any having to go in and do microsurgery like you do in, in the more traditional doors. And okay. uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice way of working. But I have to say, things like the push has virtually zil support for arrangement. It really is entirely focused on a session mm. view approach. And I've been thinking about it. I don't see why you couldn't have those scrolling on an animation of the arrangement going across that display maybe so yeah. i think it could be quite cool I mean, <clears throat> maybe control f- playback on the slider there yeah 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 slide it slide the arrangement around and be able to touch and you know maybe yeah maybe so when i first used to make house records i used to i used to just do everything as loops so i had and i used to use um c labs creator or notator and i put everything out a different output and all have it all on a desk and just do everything with mute and when I first, um, and then I sort of progressed towards using Logic and got a bit more grown up and started arranging things. Um, but when I first used Ableton, 
it took me back to that world of being in C-Lab's notator and being able to just bounce, uh, chuck things on and off. But what I loved about Ableton, and I still love about it now, is that when you click into record um, in the session window, yeah. it records what everything you do, and then you flick into the arrange window, and just bosh, suddenly you've, you've arrived at this kind of you know, uh, arrangement completely by feel or just by grooving with it and trying different things out. And if you make a mistake, it's, you, you can just chop that bar out and, and fix it and, you know, arrange songs in the length of time it takes to play a song if you know where the parts are. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's just like, now I've finished. Oh, really? Excellent. <laughs> time to do something else. Well, I think um, what we'll do is well, now we'll just have a little word from our sponsor. This is the time when we talk to, uh, to when we t tell you about uh, Isotope. Isotope have actually just announced Ozone 7, which is a superb piece of uh, new master. We've had the guys in Produce this morning. Produce rich, show. full, I'll professional sounding talk. tracks with the critically acclaimed mastering tools in Ozone and Ozone Advanced. Now, the latest Isotope innovations in Ozone 7 bring modern and vintage processing to the forefront of the music production experience. Updated for Ozone 7, Ozone's highly regarded maximizer features a brand new frequency-specific IRC4 algorithm that delivers transparent mixes with less pumping and distortion. Use it to smooth out an unwieldy mix or tame the kick drum peaks without affecting the vocals. The Dynamic EQ, now in both the advanced and standard versions of Ozone, lives and breathes with your audio, giving you more effective control over your sound without coloring your entire mix. Harness the precision of an equalizer and the musical ballistics of a compressor in one integrated processor. I won't play the whole thing because uh, it's a four-minute video, and uh, much as uh, we love, we, we we will have a, we had uh, Evan who was down here uh, basically <coughs> showing us about, and, and there were some great mix tips in there as well. You could do things in the advanced version. You can now preview what your process is in the codec of your choice. So, you know, if you've got, you know, and we learned a little bit about how much headroom you need to leave for MP3s and AAC. It was really interesting. We'll hope to get that online fairly soon. But ah. the point is, uh, they're going to be giving that away this week. Uh, uh, so now you can nice. win a copy of Ozone 7. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'll announce the, we'll, 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 we'll just tell you what the competition is. Basically, you need to be on uh, Twitter. So you want to tweet the hashtag Essential Mastering as one word and Ozone 7 as one word to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. And you can win a copy of Ozone 7, which is well worth getting. And if you're quick as <coughs> well, I think till the 11th of November, they've reduced the price. I think it's 50 bucks off to the, off the advance version. And... Uh, 50 bucks off the, uh, the the regular version if you want to check that out. So that's on um, till November the 11th. And once again, we thank them for a sponsorship. We've also got a uh, a winner for last week, where with last week was Break Tweaker. And this is episode 424, if you're listening. Uh, you are the winner. Your name is a rather, a, a rather slightly... Uh, well, it's a... Let's see if I can get this right now. The uh, It's... The winner is somebody called E-Pleasure, whose uh, Twitter handle is <laughs> at underscore E-Pleasure, which sounds slightly dubious, but I'm, I'm sure it's probably something to do with audio or whatever. Uh, and they tweeted the hashtag uh, Beat Factory and Break Tweaker, and they will win a copy of Break Tweaker. All they've got to do is get in touch, and the Isotope Ferry will be able to sort them out there. She is in this country. I met her today, the, uh, the, the second generation. Yeah. She's been reincarnated. Uh, and um, so do... Join us. Uh, what am I trying to say? <clears throat> Do enter the competition this week as well. But if you, if you did, if you are e, uh, if, if you are at underscore e pleasure, that's a really hard thing to say. Then do get in touch, and we'll <laughs> let you know. Once again, we thanks uh, Isotope for the sponsorship for the of the show, and it's also worth mentioning, you know, as with all of their stuff, isotope.com forward slash ozone and you get a 10-day demo you can access that but that's pretty cool i know that most of you guys are probably ozone users i mean i'm guessing that we should probably give it a little bit of because it was just announced yesterday really um I, sorry yeah uh, for years and years and years <clears throat> oh, okay. I, Go, yeah. Yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'll come back to I you use, robbie okay. ozone is like my main tool i've used it for years and years and years i'm so delighted that isotope were involved in the show because that's my favorite piece of software really um you know, it's just, it's amazing. I've, and Ozone 6 did take a bit of getting used to. Yeah, they changed the interface and, and a bit. There was a few omissions that I'm still not very happy about. 
Uh, I agree. <laughs> but, but I agree. I, think, I do think it sounds superb, and um, the dynamic EQ I've talked about before oh, for me, is a right. g- game changer. Yeah, game well, changer. They, they, that really is in the true set. I know, Robbie. Uh, um, yeah. It's great to see that in the regular version as well. Yeah. So I mean, that's and, what I was going to say. I think that's because so many friends of mine who I've, uh, I've chatted about this with quite a lot of producer friends for years. You know how the dynamic EQ is so great, and a lot of people I knew had the one in the power core, and that obviously went. And um, and then they were a bit gutted because a lot of people I know I didn't have the advanced version of Ozone, and so I was a bit felt a bit like I was gloating when I said how great it was, but. I was, and how great it's going to be there's access for everyone to that because it really is one of the jewels in their crown i think that that's all it's i mean from the stuff that we were hearing today uh you know just seeing it in such very very subtle stuff a lot of the things in there are really beautifully subtle and and we could hear the the difference i mean it, i had to kind of explain them a little bit because obviously when it comes down to the uk compression you're probably not going to hear all of that but the just the dime because you could do positive and negative stuff so you could bring yeah. up the kit i mean it's just it's fantastic actually really uh really w- yeah. was well, pretty impressive uh, the only thing i it's, did it's, say was that you know i don't get to use it very often because i never finish anything so it's largely irrelevant for me <laughs> it sits on it sits on my uh output of everything i do really every single thing yeah everything it sits yeah, on my it's on my fight yeah. it's on my final bus and i can't think of anything that i've done over the last i don't know how many years that hasn't had it on that's and I just got I got seven was it last night this morning I just bought seven advanced so yeah um, yeah it just <clears throat> it's it's lovely some, some of the uh, the vintage stuff that's available in the advanced is really nice that sort of pull tech mm-hmm. style vintage EQ all mm-hmm. that sort of so just really nice Mark you said you wanted to come in there I was just quite fascinated by the idea of mixing things for a specific format and. It reminded me of mixing things for Chrome cassette yeah. because when we did demos and gave them to people on a Chrome cassette, if you overdid it on the vocals, you just ended up with everything having like all over it. And it was Chrome cassette that did it to it. So you could do, you could master something on a half inch tape and it would sound absolutely brilliant. You bounce it onto Chrome cassette, give it to the A&R guy and it would sound absolutely horrendous. And it's all that, um, uh, the Essie stuff that the Chrome cassette just seems to bring out. So um, I'm guessing that other formats, although they're supposed to like be seamlessly represent, uh, you know, higher quality formats, like things like MP3 and, and AC3 and AAC yeah. and all those things must have their own little kind well, of what's, sonic. What, yeah. What's really interesting is what you can do is we, and we did, we go through this in the demo that uh, Evan gave us is you, you listen to what it's doing. It tells you whether you're clipping. And one of the tips was, you know, if you're mixing to MP3, it's good to give maybe one and a half to 1.6 dB of headroom because the codec will clip otherwise. And you mix to that and you can see that. But the other thing it does, you can listen to what's, what's taken out or what the artifacts yeah. are. Oh, cool. And what it does is it, so you hear like the, 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 things, the things to the outside. So then if you're kind of thinking, well, the stereo width seems to have suffered, what you can actually do is either reduce the amount of, uh, um, increase the amount of top end to compensate so it goes wider, or go to a mid-side EQ where you can just EQ the, the outsides a little bit further so that you compensate for that loss of stereo image. Just really, really smart stuff, actually. I have I've, to got, say. Yeah, well, I've, got, I've got a hot tip for anybody who doesn't have this tool and that's not to say you shouldn't go and buy the tool, but if you uh, if you put your original mix in your door on two tracks and you put your MP3 back in your door on two tracks and then you reverse the phase of one of them, you hear all the stuff the MP3 has taken out. Right. I think it must be a very similar thing. Um, the other thing that's neat, I know we're going on about this, he showed me was uh, <coughs> there's a... a a constant level monitoring way so what it does is it matches the original with whatever's happening pro so you can always a b without a, a perceived level change yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a pretty neat feature as well so yeah well, right. can you so can you totally mash things up and and use that as an effect then could i like stick stick something through an eight kilohertz 32 kbps mp3 yeah, and then you can use drive it, it really hard yeah. just like yeah. yeah, you can use it just like an effect, normal effects. I want unit. it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course, there's been there's been this real time codec uh, auditioning in the Sonox stuff for a long time. Yeah, with the Fraunhofer stuff, which I've used, but it seems to be it's it's much more convenient having this um, as part of the as part of the Ozone suite, and sounds like you can use it in a much more creative fashion because obviously with that you had to audition it afterwards in a standalone app and stuff. 
So I really brought, think this is great. They haven't brought back the reverb, have they? The reverb from... No, I don't believe so. But you can run plug ah. you can run plugins in it, can't you? Yeah, to... but I used it in all sorts of ways. I'd move it around in the within the ozone. It was a lovely reverb. Uh, the theatre mode. Ah, oh, fantastic. Really well, great. you never know. They might introduce that again. Um, Bring it back! I, I'm going to jump <laughs> forward to uh, the UVI thing because I don't know how much oh, time we've got yeah. left because uh, this is something I know Robbie's got, so I'm going to play, play this now. Yeah. What's This is the UVI French company, Falcon, which is a sort of new Uber soft synth, 15 oscillator types all kinds of like pretty hardcore synthesis and it's nice to hear some music that's not banging techno on the demo play it all but you can check the trailer out and there's already things up there that are focusing on the specific areas of this i mean uvi are kind of quite they seem to be sort of somewhat under the radar they do have i tell you one thing they do have is an absolutely awesome in-house artist that does all their animations for their stuff and their 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 3d renderings are fantastic but that's kind of largely irrelevant to the to the falcon but robbie um you want to jump in because you've actually got this because it came the announcement came just at the end of last week's show and we didn't really get a chance to to discuss it but you've yeah i mean i I got i bought it straight away because um, I've got about probably 20-plus of their libraries already. I mean, they do all such thorough jobs. They've got all the Fairlight stuff and the Synclavier and all sorts of other stuff that I've used on all sorts of productions, and they're really well-done libraries. But um, I was really... My interest was really piqued in this because of all the different... Um, particularly the granular, different granular engines. There's the multi-granular and all that. And, um, and those engines came from the RCAM suite of plugins which are fantastic for sound design. So, um, yeah, I, I, I dived straight in there because it was only like $200 on special. I think it's 229 it like at real, the moment, yeah. Yeah, it's a bargain, and it's absolutely phenomenal what you can do with it. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, in a way, a bit like Omnisphere, but it kind of goes beyond that in many ways. Um, it's probably you could probably do everything you ever wanted within just this one thing. Like, I think lots of people are likening it to Mac Five and, and speculating as to whether because I know that UVI licensed some of their code out. I yeah. think there's some UVI stuff in in Omnisphere, isn't there? From what as I understand as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it is. I think it has got a, a, a relationship to Mac Five. I mean, I, I had a I had a very brief encounter with Mac Five a long time ago and found it just as many people did terribly buggy and. It, it's always been a little bit rocky that program, but it had a great feature set. Um, if you were looking for a, for a for an instrument that allowed you to creatively sample in a bit like the way you might have done on an old classic sampler like an Akai or a Roland or something. Um, but no, I mean, I'm very excited about this. I'm going to be using it a lot for my own sound design. I think. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. I'll go to you, Ty, because you're uh, you're an early acquire, early adopter, shall we say? And uh, I guess you'd have to be quite early to get this as well. I mean, have you are you familiar with any of the UVI stuff? I know they do their own sample library yeah, stuff I've, as well. I've I've got this, and I've got uh, I've got this, and I've got all of the UVI libraries. Right, every okay. single yeah, because they are really fantastic, really a great company. How they they, as, as Robbie said, they kind of just kind of slips under the radar slightly, and I have no yeah. idea why, because the interface is great, and the libraries themselves, I, I use the normal libraries day-to-day. Um, yeah. And, um, are they contact-based, or do they use their own engine? Uh, no, UVI it's, it's their own engine. Right. Yeah, it's basically um, their own workstation, and uh, it's a great interface. And this is, the yeah, as Robbie said, this is a great product, and, you know... Um, I see it as being, for me, the way that I've been using it, it's the nearest kind of replacement, I think, when uh, for alchemy. I don't know what Robbie thinks about that, yeah, but it's yeah, not a million true. miles away. Right. It is very much kind of that kind of... Right, like those multi-stage envelopes, that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, most of the stuff you could do in alchemy, I think you can do in this. And now that alchemy's kind of gone the way it has, um, and I'm kind of accepting because I, I don't do the whole logic 
thing. Um, so for me, I know that at some stage alchemy may kind of fall by the wayside, and it's just nice to know that for me, this is just kind of running on, you know, kind of with a baton basically, and um, it's it's great. And all the all the as Robbie was saying, all the granular oscillators and whatever. Uh, you know very good there's you can do so much with it it's a it's a great program combined with the fact that you can use uh, i don't know this all the uvi libraries with it but i think you can use most of them is that right yeah they all, they all all mine I've, I've loaded up all of mine in there they all work have, straight away yeah, within i've it. tried them all I've only, I've only tried a few um but they've yeah. all worked and um it's it's yeah it's great and it, as as rob said it's honestly it's a bargain absolute bargain so um yeah, great program. Right, oh, I think it's going up to three. I think it's going up to three hundred and fifty dollars or something. So it's a good, ah, okay. it's a really good save. Is it a big download? Does it come with a bunch of sample content itself? No, no, no it's not a big download at all. Four hundred and fifty meg for the four hundred and fifty for four hundred and fifty for the uh, program, and another six hundred and fifty for these that's samples. It. Yeah. Which is funny, isn't it? That so that used to be massive, but actually that's next to nothing now. In that in that sense, yeah. isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Um, I've never. Yes, I'm not coming. Sorry. If you combine it with things like their um, Urcam prepared piano and um, EGP, um, it, yeah, amazing, very good, great stuff. I know, Gaz. If you've uh, have you come across their stuff before? Because it's, I, I mean, I guess Contact has just dominated so much that it's that's probably one of the reasons that it's been you know perhaps overshadowed. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I've mentioned numerous times I, I i'm just overwhelmed with things omnisphere 2 is more than anything i can get my head around uh and i'm moving further away from things like this this does look great mind it does look really nice but um whilst we have been on air uh machine 2.4 has just dropped as well and that might be worth a mention oh good lord that, yeah that <laughs> supports give us a break uh, everybody <laughs> In, in response to push. That's, well, that's, it's yeah. interesting because the big thing of the 2.4 release is that it puts that NKS, that sorts that native standard. I'm, what, I'm not sure what it stands for. Um, <clears throat> it's the thing, the complete control keyboards, uh, that now is extended to the machine uh, with like third-party software. And I know that the Arturia um, V collection is fully supported and what that essentially means is uh, for machine users who um call up native instruments uh um uh products everything is kind of pre-mapped and really laid out really nicely uh that's now true for arturia stuff with inside machine ah okay um, so i can't uh, i can't see the um see it on them pre- the, the main site but it's just come through my. Uh, uh, it came through as an email, so it's uh, it is literally just hot. But, um, has a hotline for them. But yeah. but I think I think uh, the, the, I suppose the point I wanted to make really is that um, so native are really kind of taking this particular route and they're expanding their uh, <coughs> that control idiom and also partnering uh, but, with other other manufacturers to bring their plugins in. That's the. Mm-hmm. That's a bit, a bit of a yeah. big one. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's that, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder in that in that battleground now, um, where Ableton has kind of come in to the machine territory a little bit more. Uh, this is kind of native fight back. By oh going yeah. Local. Here we go. Uh, exclusive deal only for NI customers. Native Instruments Artoria celebrate NKS integration. Fifty percent off Artoria collection four. Yeah. Uh, you, if if anyone hasn't got that. The artillery yes. stuff you've so got for that package. kind of honestly for that kind of money I can't explain how incredible the package is. The the um, all the synths you get in there are fantastic, amazing. If if someone's starting out and just wants one package just to do everything with, that isn't. And you've bought anything from Ni in the past. That is such a bargain, absolute bargain. I'm sure everyone what agrees are they with doing? that one. What's, uh, what's the bargain? The bargain me? is, let me show you, it's, uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a Native Instruments customer, uh, you yeah. can buy 50% off the Artoria V Collection 4, which is now only 144. Uh, let's have a look. What is that? Uh, is there a, a, another <laughs> link? So it's 144 quid. Uh, back V I've Collection 4. It, so. <laughs> uh, so you get Matrix 12V, the can I have my money back? Mini V, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just just pay you. Uh, Vox yeah, Continental V, Selena V, uh, Spark 2, 
Jupiter 8V. Gosh, that's a lot of stuff, isn't it? CS80V, SEMV, Arc 2600V, Modular V, Crikey. Well, it's a V, Profit V, VS, Analog Lab. Yeah, uh, that, that'll do. £140 for all of that is just... Abs- I mean, I remember when I bought my f- the first one of those, um, I think it was I think it was 100 quid for one. Mm. For one yeah. of them. And now 140 so, for all of that. <laughs> so shall we go back to the topic then? I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, yeah. I haven't was, said anything. <laughs> no, yet. sorry about that. <laughs> UVI Falcon. Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry about that, Mark, yeah. So what I've noticed about UVI is that the UVI technology is in Mac 5.3. Oh, it so is, right. So everything, everything about this Falcon thing is in Mac 5. So um, the Urcam stuff, I think it's going to be worth buying just for the Urcam stuff because yeah, from what yeah. I've seen that uh, Mac mm-hmm. 5 can do where you can just take... I don't know, take an entire chunk of Beethoven and throw it in there and then stretch it out and turn it into like a, a new, huge, kind of beautiful, lush pad. Um, I think for that function alone, which is what I was going to buy Mac 5 for, and now I'm like going, and then I was considering Omnisphere, and now I'm going, this is the thing to buy. The this is the thing to buy. I think I need to. I it's need only to till November this. the 9th, this special price, by the way. Oh. Uh, <laughs> how much? How much is it? Two hundred and thirty dollars. Do you have to pay VAT on it? Do they do yeah, that? It worked or? out. It worked out one hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Oh, it's good. Was it that much? It? I thought it was a bit cheaper than that. It's something. Don't tell me that. You got it on a fair exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows? Well, uh, that was so big software, uh, big software uh, hit up there. That sounds like uh, there's some deals at the moment. I mean, usually you get these deals in the beginning of the summer, don't you? So it's interesting. That, I guess everybody's racing to, for the Christmas, the Christmas spend, aren't they? So, I mean, this all stuff going out. But yeah, there's still, there's some great deals out there. The UVI, in fact, uh, we've been talking to UVI for some time. I think they may be coming on board as a show sponsor uh, sometime soon. Um, but that doesn't, you know, which is, spot, uh, so it's great. Spot, it's great that you actually do appreciate their stuff as well. But I'm going to check it out. I've got a, uh, an NFL that I yeah. must, uh, must download and have a look at that. Um, the spot, I downloaded a demo of the Spark Verb the other day. And the Spark Verb on its own brilliant. is like a really lovely piece yeah, of software. Very good. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. You can place stuff around in it. It's really good. Well, there's a top tip for you. Does yeah. it, what's the copy protection system on it? Um, iLock. Or, ah. But they do this new system where you can have three authorizations, so you can oh, choose you to authorize. As well as iLock yeah. hardware, you can I, you can authorize to a machine as well. Right. So you can have three machines working with it at once. So you could have your laptop and your studio computer and have it on an iLock, which if you wanted as well. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good idea. So you yeah, like which that I think idea. that's good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I. I had to reinstall all my Wave stuff and go back to version eight the other day because it just et the um, et the authorization on the USB key and just refused to work as version nine. But then apparently they've changed it, so I had to download something else and it fixed it. But it's you know you, you need your Wave you wa- Wave's protection plan. The I mean your iLock protection plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you can keep buying the same bloody plugins over and over and oh, over. Just, sorry, to, sorry to be cynical. Just press renew, and sure. it gives you insurance so that they can send you temporary ones if it ever goes down. Oh, well, oh, do it doesn't you? cost you anything to do that. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but waves you know, aren't I on iLock. I, waves aren't on iLock anymore. Waves have their own system, and That's Windows right, eight waves, eats yeah, it. Windows eight eats it. And and they only give you one new key every year. And I'd already had my one new key because Windows had eaten it. Uh, oh, but then I remembered that Windows uh, Waves 8 right. is on iLock before they change, before oh, they right. left so iLock yeah, on God. version 9. So but, I reinstalled version 8, and then I the plugins are the same, aren't they? Nothing, nothing's changed in that code oh, for like geez. 20 years. What a nightmare. I couldn't understand yeah, you I for a minute, Mark. Can, can, can you still talk about Windows? I t- sorry, I was going to say, like what's this Windows thing? <laughs> and also, I can, see a, I can see a theme with Mark, that he just has Windows 8 eating everything. And... It does I kind of learned from this. It. There's a thing called yeah. OS X. It's well, great. Oh, Windows 10s actually. We've we've got that running. Oh, what about it. what the, the OS X? What that thing with El Crapitan? That thing that just completely <laughs> des- destroys all USB audio interfaces. Oh, whoops! I'm really really sorry about that. We're going to have to release a patch for that. So if you're a musician and you happen to upgrade. Uh, oh, 10.11 doesn't work for musicians at all. But uh, 10.11.1, yeah, well, that's yeah. okay. 
but so, you know, let's leave the musicians in limbo for a couple of weeks and and keep them on their toes, keep them keen, treat yeah. them mean. Lordy, lordy. Um, that was it, it, kill, it killed class compliant class compliant audio interfaces, didn't it? Ten point eleven. If it did or not, let's see what's it did. Ah, hold on. Let's... That killed all the Line 6 stuff. It killed lots of things. I've got something. I, I, hold on. I think we need to just uh, just introduce this chap for a minute. Oh, no. Here he goes. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> where have you gone? Fair play for giving it a shot. Come home? Are you going to come home? There's a, a man vintage with forty-seven microphone through a classic, discreet British mic pre. It's the vocal chain of your dreams, but at twenty thousand dollars just for the microphone and the preamp, for many of us, it's all it will ever be. But that's about to change. Right, this is—I I won't play the whole thing because it's a very long video. But this is the new Sla uh, Stephen Slate VMS uh, virtual microphone system, which I think was announced last year. But I'm guessing it hasn't. Did it come out, or is it just taken well, this what, long? What happened was, what happened was they announced it, and then there was a massive backlash because people wanted their plugins to work 64-bit. So they said, you know what, we're going to just stop product work on this, and we're going to make sure we get all our plugins 64-bit, and then we're going to come back to this when we've got all that stuff sorted. Which I think was and great every of them week, to do that. And every week, Stephen Slate would write, write us a personal email explaining the latest... Apologising yeah, to us what the latest situation well, was with the... Uh, they no, got round and they did it. You know, and it's, it's, it was really it's nice. No, don't get, I, I'm not mocking. Yeah. It was... I have, yeah. I have to say, I've had, I've had good experiences. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute, but yeah. I've had a couple of emails, uh, correspondence with him about something else. And um, as yeah. much as he comes across in a certain way in these videos he actually is he seems like a really genuine yeah. nice bloke it's all he's doing so. all he's doing wrong in the video is staring down the camera if he didn't stare down the camera he needs somebody with a glove puppet <laughs> above the camera doing like that thing to keep him from like just doing that it's quite intense. It's quite so intense. It looks, it well, looks like he's desperately trying to convince you to buy his shit, and it's like he doesn't need yeah. to do that, does well, he? Well, let's so. let's just explain. So basically, essentially, the VMS <laughs> Your friend does the, the VMS is designed as it comes with a, what they 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 class as a very neutral microphone with a matched preamp, so you get a very clean signal path, and then you can apply these uh, virtual microphone models to the microphone to make it sound like this and then you obviously add the plugins as well and it's an interesting concept i mean it's not a cheap concept it's about um i think it's about 900 it's bucks a thousand a thousand quid for the system so that's a bargain it seems Surely, well yes yeah, so i suppose so if if it's if it does what it's purports if it to do, if it does what it purports to do and, and the video seems to show that it, it actually mm. could and it, but what's an interesting idea to this i didn't we get wasn't there something a little bit like this before with mic modeling that where or, yeah. or something but and, and, and if they get it right it could be a bit of a big one yeah, I Antara's mean, uh, mic Roland, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roland did it uh, first with a the MMP. I've still got one, uh, which was a, a mic. It was a mic and a preamp modeler, uh, and to work, you had to use a well. Not, you could use any mic with it, but to really get the best out of it, you, you were meant to use a, an AKG C three thousand B. Ah, so it was um, profiled specifically, right? Yes, I see. Yeah, and so that's what makes. So it's quite similar idea, uh, albeit what, 13, 14 years ago. Uh, but this, I think, looks like it'll be a more successful idea because they will know exactly what the mic profile is, exactly what the preamp profile is, and therefore that sort of, you know, it's essentially yeah. clever filtering, isn't it, just to sort of... Uh, well, it's more than that. I mean, he 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 does go on to say that it's, it's actual uh, harmonic profiling. It's not... It's yeah, not What's the word? Yeah, it's not. I mean, uh, it's not but, impulse. But ultimately, it's a bit like you you universal audio, isn't it? It's it's, it's dynamic. It responds to the, how much the inputs going into it and all that stuff. It's not right. just like a snapshot. Right. No, but, but I mean, is it, is it? Hold on a sec. Go, gas. Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Essentially, what it's doing though is going to be a you know a spectral thing, isn't it? You know, yeah, I guess um, so. But on multiple and levels, it, I think it does. Uh, uh, yeah, and if you listen with some, you know, uh, monitors or headphones on the demos, I think it's it does sound pretty convincing. I think 
again, having that absolute knowledge of those elements of the signal chain going in allows for some quite clever processing. Um, so I am... I'm a bit interested I'm in this. You're actually. interested. I guess the mm. thing that the, the only thing that one would 